Running the option on first down. Hagan has it. He has Rome. He's got one man to beat. Now he pitches to Flanagan, and he may take it all the way. Flanagan's in for the touchdown. McKinley Wright from the logo. Got it. Oh, McKinley Wright. Welcome in to the DNVR Buffs podcast presented by Green Mountain Dental. I'm Henry Chisholm, and uh, today we're talking about the first day of the football season. It was the first day of practice today for CU. Uh, had a chance to hear from Carl Durrell and Nate Landman and Katie Nixon, and uh, heard some good stuff. Heard some good stuff. Um, we're going to get into all of that today, um, and uh, yeah. That's basically what's going to happen and what's going to continue to happen for the next month or so. It's pretty crazy. They release their practice schedule. It's something like, I want to say they have like five days off, something like that, before the season starts. Not that many. Um, going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to learn a lot uh, as we go through this process. But before we get into all of that, uh, I want to talk a little bit more about Green Mountain Dental Group. Not only is Green Mountain Dental the reason that this podcast exists, but, but it's also a great place to uh, go get your teeth cleaned. Um, I've said many times before that Nate Land... Or, did I say Nate Land... Wow. I, the L in Landman got me. Um, that's where my mind's at. Uh, Lindsay... Our sales director got her wisdom teeth out at Green Mountain Dental a couple of months ago, and she said it was literally the best experience she's ever had with a dentist. It's family-owned dentistry. It's only 15 minutes away from downtown Denver in Lakewood, and uh, it's the place to go for all of your dental needs. Big Colorado sports fans. Um, yeah, they do good work. I guess the best part is... If you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, you can get yourself a free Sonicare toothbrush, uh, which is a great deal and more than enough of a reason to give it a try. So I hope you do. Um, yeah. So where to start? Um, let's start at the beginning. That's typically a good place to start. Um, and before we got to talk to any of the three people that I brought up, um, we had a couple minutes to talk to CU Director of Health and Performance, Miguel Rueda. Um, and we got some really interesting information. So he's basically in charge of all of the testing and kind of the COVID side of things for the buffs. Um, and I don't know what the biggest news is. I guess the biggest news actually kind of broke yesterday with Adam Munster Tiger of 24-7 Sports saying that 
the entire Buffs football team is going to go into a mini bubble. Um, for the next two weeks, the entire football team, along with about 10 staff members, uh, will be staying at a hotel. Um, I can't remember the name of the hotel. It's right next to campus, though. I think they said it, it's only like 30 seconds to walk from the hotel to the, uh, what do they call it, the Champion Center? Wow, it's been so long since I've been there. I think it's just the same as UM, Montana, so I get confused. Um, so, yeah, that is happening. Um, Miguel had a lot to say about how everything's working. You know, for example... Uh, it, it took about two hours, maybe just a little bit over two hours to test everybody this morning. Um, the way it works is you show up, um, you wait your turn, and then you get your you, you take the test. It's like a nasal swab, and um, then you go into a separate place where you wait for about 20 minutes to get your test results back. Um, and then once you get the results back, then you're cleared to enter the facilities. Um, well, assuming that it's a positive result. Um, so that's going to be the process. Again, it did take about two hours. Um, I'm going to pull up the schedule for sure, but I believe they said that they are starting testing at about six in the morning, uh, which is pretty early. Um, you know, we talked a little bit a couple days ago about, right? Well, that was just yesterday, wasn't it? We talked a little bit yesterday about um, David Shaw saying that sleep is important and he doesn't want his guys getting up that early. Um, but we're seeing that this is the move that the buffs are making. And, uh, you know, it makes sense when you have to keep things within the structure that you've had. You know, you told players to register for classes at particular times. You don't really have the luxury of moving practice to a different point in the day. You kind of just have to say, well, I guess we're showing up two hours early. Um, the way it works is there are different groups that go in. Um, it sounded like everybody kind of has just like a scheduled time. Um, it's based on different things. Like maybe some guys need to get more work in, uh, maybe the seniors get to sleep in a little bit later, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's kind of the coach's decision how that all works. Um, yeah. So today coronavirus testing six to 8.00 AM. And that's going to be the same time throughout practice. Um, meetings at eight 30 walk through at nine 10, um, practice at 9 40 and then uh, another round of meetings at 2 30 in the afternoon that's how these days are going to be structured um it's 24 practices with the last one being november 6th the first game november 7th um you know maybe we should talk a little bit more so the, the way that things are going to work for me and the reason i say this is so that you know what to expect from these podcasts um after every practice, well, basically every practice, there are a couple, it looks like, where there won't be media. Um, actually, only one. There will be one practice where there isn't um, media, and that's this Sunday, um, which is the only Sunday I believe they'll practice. So the way it works is uh, we'll talk to Carl Durrell, every other practice because there isn't always a lot that needs to be updated every single day. 
Um, on days where it isn't him, there will be some other coach. He'll start with the coordinators um, and then uh, move through a bunch of the position coaches. Um, we'll hear from, it sounds like they, they pre-selected two players for the first three. So today was KD and Nate. Tomorrow will be Chris Miller and Mustafa. Um, and then no, no interviews Sunday. Monday's practice, though, we'll get Tyler Lytle and Sam Neuer. After that, then we start to request players. Um, I'm actually not sure whether we're going to get those one-on-one at all or if they're all just going to be all groups. Um, but, yeah. So, basically, practices... It looks like basically just Sunday's off. Yeah. Sunday's off. Um, oh, plus there's one more. October 14th. Is that Sunday? I'm not sure. Um, doesn't look like it. But, yeah. So, that's what to expect. Um from me is we'll be talking about everything we learn on all those days. Um, and yeah, that's, what's going to happen with them and with this podcast going forward. Um, anything else from Miguel? Not really. Um, thinks the bubble's going to work pretty well to get things going. Like I said, it's for two weeks, then they'll reevaluate with the County what needs to be done to keep everything safe. Um, two people per room, um, in the bubble, I think they're going to go kind of like roommates together. I think hinted at that at the very least. Um, yeah, just need to do everything possible to keep people safe. Uh, KD, we'll just keep going on the same line of thought. KD said that uh, he thought that the bubble would was pretty beneficial um, because you get to spend so much time with all your teammates and they all have to stay socially distanced and masked up when they're near each other, all of that kind of stuff, um, which makes sense because as much as you don't want anybody to get COVID, if somebody does get it, you need to do everything that you possibly can to stop the spread. And yes, they will be playing football together, and those will be opportunities where the virus could spread. But just because there are some of those opportunities doesn't mean you say, well, I guess we're playing football, so... Why would we have any other restrictions? You know, it's the same thing. People got all upset that the that the NFL wasn't doing jersey exchanges. And it's like, well, they're playing football against each other. How are you doing that? And well, it's like, well, because that, that that's an unnecessary contact. Like, you don't need to. Why, why throw one more person into the potential people who could be getting you sick? Especially when you're seeing the NFL have all the troubles that it's having. Um, so, yeah. Uh... There's what's going on there. Um, I think that's pretty much it that we learned about the bubble. Um, Basically, just head over for classes. Once classes are back in person, they'll mostly be virtual. Head over for training. Head over for practice. Head over to pick up food from the Champion Center. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Moving on, we heard from Carl, who said that today's practice was pretty good. Um, It wasn't perfect by any means. Um, What was the quote? It was a good first day. It wasn't a perfect day, but I liked the energy. I liked the communication. I liked the competitiveness with this group. Um, So, yeah, uh, KD, when we heard from him, said, you know, it wasn't the best first practice he's had since he's come to CU. Um, but there was plenty to like, um, to be expected, I guess, um, just considering everything that's going on right now, 
getting people in playing shape is not going to be necessarily all that easy. Um, Nate Landman, we learned today, had been in quarantine for about a month. Uh, Carl said that he didn't notice any difference. Like, he came back and was just fine, was a really good football player. Um, also heard from Carl talking about, I mean, there was all the easy stuff. Like, you know, they're excited to be back practicing. He isn't worried um, about people testing positive because he does think everybody's going to buy in and do what they need to do to keep themselves and their teammates safe. Um, I asked Carl about the soft tissue injuries um, that we're seeing across football, particularly in the NFL, just because people's bodies were not prepared for the season the way that they typically are. And he said that it is something that he is paying a lot of attention to, making sure everybody's warmed up, making sure that they're building toward what they're trying to do because they can't afford too many injuries. Um, yeah, I think that, that was most of what we heard from Carl. Uh, from Nate, who was up next after him, uh, excited to get back out there. Um, really feels good playing next to Akil Jones. They have chemistry. They've been friends for a long time, and now they're out there playing football, and he thinks it's going well. Um, I don't think there was much else from Nate. So let's move on. Uh, my favorite thing that anybody said today was KD Nixon when he was asked um, basically like what do you see from uh, the freshman receivers and also from Daniel Arias just because he's kind of like the hot name right now. And he said, like, the freshmen are really good. There's talent. Like, uh, there are so many receivers at Colorado. There are always receivers at Colorado. There always will be receivers at Colorado. Basically, like, these guys are just next up, and they are as good as anybody. Um, so that's exciting to hear. But my favorite thing was when he said that Daniel Arias is DK Metcalf Jr., that's uh, some pretty crazy high praise, and we got to see it on the field and all that kind of stuff, but there's plenty of reasons to be excited about Daniel Arias this year. You just don't see guys who are as big as he is and as fast as he is, you know, ex except for DK Metcalf. You know, that combination could just be lethal for defenses, and uh, the more he develops, the, the, the route running, the ability to get open underneath, all that kind of stuff the easier it'll be to get opportunities at those big plays. So that was probably the most exciting thing we heard. Um, like I said, Katie was excited for the the bubble. He thinks it's good. Everybody spending time together. Um, yeah, I think that that's about what we learned. Um, going forward, I would expect to start getting more and more information. You know, it's kind of tough to evaluate guys in just a uh, single game. Um, oh, we just got an email. Uh, five inactive roster players injured, ineligible, etc. cetera. Uh, Deion Smith, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Dylan Jacob, Rich Hall, Michael Bird Jr., um, and Antonio Alfano. The reason is uh, 
for everybody except for Dion that they are transfers, so uh, they have to sit out. But yeah, I think we're going to start getting more and more details about who's looking good as we move forward. Um, let's see. Looks like the first of... So there are two scrimmages. There's one game simulation. Scrimmages are October 17th, October 24th. The game simulation is November 1st. Um, so in that first scrimmage, October 7th, we'll really start to see. Um, and then October 13th is the first day in full pads. So that's how things will kind of ramp up. Um, Buffs also released a depth chart yesterday. We're going to talk about that after I tell you about Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge is an incredible partner of ours at DNVR. They're official beer of DNVR, and uh, for good reason. They make really good stuff, and they're based in Colorado. Uh, they were just a small local brewery, but the beer was so good that they were able to expand, and now their beers can be found in 36 different states. Um, just recently, in the last couple of years, they built new facilities down in Littleton that were capable of like making more beer and different sorts of stuff with the beer. I don't understand all the science behind beer. Uh, but also, they opened the farmhouse, which is where you guys can get a pretty nice meal um, down in Littleton. And uh, socially distanced, there's some awesome outdoor dining that you should take advantage of before it gets cold out. Um, and again, the food's just really good. Also, the beer. Strawberry Sky, Vanilla Porter, Avalanche Amber Ale, so many options. Make sure that you're trying all of them because they are so good. And you can do that by using the beer locator on the Breckenridge Brewery website. and It will tell you exactly where you can go to pick up whatever beer it is that you do want to try um also want to give a quick shout out to msu denver online um msu denver online puts a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life msu denver is the colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world into the classroom MSU Denver graduates use their relevant degrees to land coveted jobs. Some of our very own staff members at DNVR are taking MSU Denver online classes this summer. Like I said, we have two of our very own at DNVR taking online courses right now. Ali Monroy and Harrison Wind are taking classes, and you can reach out to them with any preliminary questions you may have about MSU Denver online. Both of them have been very impressed with the responsiveness of their professors, um, the usefulness of the information they teach, and the ability to network through the professors because so many of them actually work professionally in Denver. So if you want more information about the 40-plus online or hybrid courses that will give you a or programs that will give you a degree, or if you want more information about the 700-plus online or hybrid courses that you can take that you just could be interested in, go to msudenver.com slash online or reach out to Harrison or Allie for more information. All right, so um, like I said, a new depth chart came out yesterday and uh, there were some tweaks to it. Um, still not reading too much into these because it is so long before the start of the season. Um, and this was made before they'd even had a, a practice. Uh, but some things worth noting. 
Uh, Guy Thomas is ahead of Jamar Montgomery at outside linebacker. That's a change. Guy Thomas now starting. Um, interesting to see how that'll go. Um, Mustafa Johnson moved from defensive end to defensive tackle. Uh, Terrence Lang will stay at defensive end. So, I mean, those are your three starters, Mustafa Terrence and Jalen Sami. Uh, Chris Miller, who switched to safety earlier, um, is now playing the star back position, that slot position where I really like him. And uh, Mark Perry is moving back to strong safety. Um, similar positions in a lot of ways. Um, a lot of so the so the way the defense works, the the base cover three match. Um, you'll have one of the two safeties, either the free safety or strong safety, drop down into the box. Um, they call that like the rip Liz call. Somebody back there will say rip if it's the guy on the right. They'll say Liz if it's the guy on the left. Um, and typically it'll be the strong safety more often than it's the free safety, who they do call down into the box. And so. You have the one safety deep. You have the two, three, four, five, six guys on the cross the middle of the defense, and that leaves uh, four up front rushing the quarterback. So in that six in the middle, you have the two inside linebackers, and uh, on one side of them, you'll have the star on the other side of them. You'll have a safety and then all the way on the outside, you have your cornerbacks. So in a lot of ways, those positions are similar. Um, but there are some differences like that. The strong safety spends more time being like the single high, like deep safety. Um, interesting. I'm curious why that is. Um, when we talk to the defensive coordinator, Tyson Summers, uh, which will either happen tomorrow which is saturday or tuesday um we'll have to ask and see what's going on there uh also Dion smith is out with a knee injury um that sucks i was excited to see what he could do um meanwhile jarek broussard is back in the mix um before uh but before in the previous depth chart um, the running backs were listed Alex Fontenot and then Jaron Mangum or Deion Smith. And so they were kind of tied for that number two spot. Uh, those don't include Ashad Clayton because he's a newcomer. He'll get added to the depth chart um, at some point here in the near future once they release another one. Um, but now it's Jaron Mangum or Joe Davis. So little change up there worth keeping in mind. Um Makai Blackman is now your starting right cornerback. He was behind Tariq Luckett on the post-spring depth chart, um, but he is now the number one. Um, not a huge surprise. Uh, uh, and then a couple of weight changes. Uh, Matt Lynch, the tight end who transferred from UCLA, is now listed at 245. He was listed at 230. Um, also worth noting that these heights and weights are as of July 1st. The previous heights and weights were as of March 1st. So between March 1st and July 1st, Matt Lynch put on those 15 pounds, may have put on even more since then uh, if he is trying to bulk up even more. Nate uh, Landman went up from 230 to 235 in that same time frame. That 
is everything you need to know. I don't have too much for takes, except that um, Guy Thomas, 6'4", 240, um, adds just a little bit more length to that outside linebacker position. And now you're looking at a situation where I mean, your starters uh, six f- across that front five, which honestly they don't use all that much um, because typically you take one of the outside linebackers off for that star position. Um, but it, when they do put the four linebackers out there with the three defensive linemen, you have Guy Thomas on one end, six foot four, the Terrence Lang, six seven, Jalen Sami, six six, Mustafa Johnson, six two, but it's it's Mustafa, uh, and then Carson Wells six four. Wouldn't be surprised to see Jason Harris find his way into the mix at the very least at outside linebacker, and he's six seven six eight. I wonder. We just got another updated roster. Um, let me double check number eight. Jason Harris. They haven't listed six seven two forty. So that's a lot of length up front, and I really like that. Um, yeah, those are my thoughts on the depth chart. Um, but I now want to tell you about uh, the current state of DNVR rugby. Uh, you may have heard us mention that there are some big things happening in the Colorado rugby space. And now we can spill the details. DNVR is now covering all things rugby in Colorado and the United States. Reporter Colton Strickler is keeping you up to date on all things American rugby with the DNVR Rugby podcast. And you can find his written rugby content right on our site with the rest of our coverage. It was recently announced that Infinity Park in Glendale will be the new official training center for the men's and women's USA Eagles 15s teams. That means that Colorado is the place to be for rugby in the United States. Make sure you're keeping up to speed with us and with Colton on the DNVR Rugby podcast. Support the sport of rugby by following along with the latest news on Twitter at DNVR Rugby. Download the DNVR Rugby podcast. This is the perfect time to learn about the game of rugby. Our guy Colton is doing basic 101 pods to break down the game for you, and they're incredible. Colton also brings you exclusive one-on-one interviews with some of the biggest names in American rugby. So remember, supporting our partners is supporting us, so download the DNVR Rugby podcast and follow along at DNVR Rugby on Twitter. All right, uh, before we get out of here today, I want to give you guys my DraftKings pick of the week. And uh, it's a fun week in college football. And so I kind of want to run through a couple of these games. Uh, If you guys listen to the DMVR Draft Podcast, you heard us pick all these games and talk about all the key players. Um, The big one, though, to me is Miami and Clemson. Um, The only team in the ACC that can really give Clemson a run for its money. Miami's quarterback, Derek King, has been a monster. That defense has been so good. But it's Clemson with the best quarterback and possibly best running back in all of college football. Uh, Clemson's favored by 14 and a half. Uh, I, I'm taking Clemson. I'm not confident at all in that pick, though. Um, one I'm very confident in is Florida minus six versus Texas A&M. That Florida team is really good. Um, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Trask. You could make the case that they should be number one and number two in the Heisman rankings at this point. Uh, Kyle Trask, the quarterback. Kyle Pitts, the tight end, who is a freak. I mean, he scored four touchdowns in the first game, 
scored two in the second game, but almost tapped his toe for what would have been a third. Um, Florida's going to beat up on Texas A&M, I'm pretty confident. Um, some more fun games. Tennessee versus Georgia. That Georgia defense looked really mean this week. Um, Tennessee, though, making one of these runs that Tennessee makes where they look like they could actually be a contender. You know, I picked Tennessee on the draft show. The more I think about it, the more I think it probably is Georgia. Um, but minus 12 and a half, that's a lot of points to give up, um, especially for a defensive team. You know, Georgia wants to run the ball. Their quarterback situation is getting worse. And uh, I don't know, Stetson Bennett. We'll see what he has. Um, I think I, I will stick with Tennessee. Um, Texas versus Oklahoma. That'll be a fun one. Both of these teams really disappointing this year. Um, I've got Oklahoma minus three. Don't love that either, just because both these teams have been so disappointed or so disappointing, um, from the quarterbacks all the way down. Um, and then Pitt versus BC, BC plus six and a half. I'm taking BC two really good defensive teams. Um, and so those are some picks for you guys. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, I should double check and see if there are any comments today. Again, if you guys have any questions, any comments, you can leave them on the post for today's show at thednvr.com, and we will get to all of them on tomorrow's show. There will be a Saturday show because there will be a Saturday media availability. Um, where did it go? There it is. Um, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Nope, no comments. So if you guys have any questions for me, you can leave those in the poster day show at thednvr.com or you can uh, leave comments too, just your own thoughts on anything I'm saying. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Today was day one and we are now under a month until the first game of the Pac-12 season. I'm so excited and I hope you guys are too. Uh, stay tuned. I'll be back again tomorrow with some more info for you guys. I think they like my Colorado swag Cause when I'm in it play I don't really, I don't really know just how to act And when I'm in it go You know I'm acting bad Holly get a bus with my Colorado swag My Colorado swag My Colorado swag I think they like, I think they like my Colorado swag My Colorado swag My Colorado swag Man I swear I think they like my Colorado swag My Colorado swag yeah. is pushing one and see you later, baby. baby. Colorado Army with soldiers like the Navy. Yeah. And voters where we stationed, patiently awaiting. When I hit the field, it's so hard to behave. Yeah. I'm Colorado swagging at the crowd, do the wave. Look into my eyes, I can tell that you afraid. Uh -huh. Cause you know we finna hit you. Hit you. Hit you. Hit you. Hey, hey. you on your own now. Why you watching the official? Yeah. You just better hope you make it to the next whistle. And we ain't playing with you, you can get it. Swag. My Colorado swag, my Colorado swag I think they like, I think they like